Hi, my name is Alex. And I'm Jason. And you're listening to, uh, what was this called again? Far From Home, a podcast about two Asian Canadians who moved pretty far from home. So, after after last episode of you hijacking the entire episode, uh, I think think you have an update to give us about your uh, situation that you're having right now. After all that pondering and self-doubt. It's like, oh, I'm about to go into a mortgage and and <laughs> like loan away my life. And this is such a big decision. Now tell Sign us away happened. my life. Sign away the next 35 years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Okay. I'll try to tell it very quickly. Um, oh, take your time. Here's- hijack, hijack this episode too. Here Might we go well. again. Number two. Here, here's what happened. Um, I'm just going to like throw out the general numbers. I forget if I did this last episode. So I don't think you did. Okay, so the original price of this apartment was something around. If I'm just giving some rough conversion, like seven eighty thousand Canadian. Okay, when I first saw it, and my first thought was like, that is way too expensive for what you actually get at this apartment. I was like, it's not worth that much. So I waited this guy out, and the price dropped to like seven fifty k. After a few months, because he couldn't sell it at that price because it was way overpriced. Mm-hmm. So I went in and I saw that he dropped the price. And so my offer that I made last week was for 740K. Just thought, why not try to get him down a Low bit more? Lowball him. Hey. What a douche. Okay. <laughs> he bought it for way less, to be fair. Yeah. Okay. So that happens. And then. I get an email back from my agent the um, who's communicating with their side. And what I was told is this seller was actually hoping that I would be able to buy it within one month, which is unheard of in terms of actually getting the mortgage money and giving it over. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. Turn around. It's impossible because the seller, he apparently is building a house and he has a 300K payment due on it by the end of the month and he doesn't know where to get the money <laughs> like what <laughs> the heck hey buyer do you have 300k on you now <laughs> pretty much is what he was asking for yeah yeah i'm just like what like how does this come up now when i'm talking to you and i was presented ultimately with this scheme that the, he came up with where he would sell the apartment in cash to like some investment firm immediately. And then I would buy it from that investment firm at the same time. So it would basically introduce a third party into the transaction. Hmm. And my agent was like, he's never seen this before in his life. And it just looked really sketchy at this point. (laughs) So the most elaborate scam of (laughs) all time. (laughs) So you know what I did? What? I, I tried to lowball more. <laughs> Dude, that serves him right. Yeah, because uh, he showed his hand and he had no negotiation tools left. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? If you want me to even consider your stupid little scheme, drop it to 700K and I'll consider it. You, you actually dropped it to 700. I said that. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> I said, like, if you want me to even consider this silly thing because he's obviously he needs to take a loss on it at this point he's desperate for the money yeah yeah i was like 
700k or nothing and i guess he's going to figure it out somehow because he's he's walking away from your your proposition yeah and there's no other buyers so he has to figure this out on his own huh well well so he's screwed but yeah ultimately like Mm -hmm. for such a big and important purchase if if the seller is coming up with these sudden curveballs yeah at the last minute i need 300k in a month that's like a a huge red flag to not proceed with the transaction (laughs) yeah who who knows how many like unfurnished broken things are like behind (laughs) the walls you're like it's about to be flooded in like one month and he's like (laughs) trying to get it off his hands pretty much so so weird yeah it just got really sketchy really quickly so i walked away so you went from you know, being unsure, trying to move on to the next step, being like, ah, oh, but to sign my life away to basically square one. Nothing's happening anymore. Yeah, just living here still. Yeah, yeah. Perfectly fine. The shoebox chose you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you feeling like really like discounting the fact that it was kind of a weird schemey scammy situation and everything like are you Mm. relieved that you walked away and not like didn't take the deal or Um, walked away not having a house or are you disappointed eh, eh, a bit of both bit of both i i sort of just i honestly after i put in the offer for 10k under i just sort of said like it's up to god now or the I'm not religious okay. or anything of, of whether or not How this will you? actually happen. Just like, I'll leave it up to fate. Okay. Fate will decide this for me. Mm-hmm. And like, I will accept it either way and like move my life on from, from that point. Mm. And this is just the way it turned out. So it's time to start playing the next hand accordingly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let us know if you come across like an even more ridiculous <laughs> scheme that the seller is trying to pull on you (laughs) he needs 500k yeah by tomorrow (laughs) can you go to the bank in a briefcase (laughs) yeah yeah okay well thanks for the update i think yeah yeah. so i i actually think i told some friends who might be listening to this that like hey i put in an offer but i didn't actually like buy it so i think they just assumed that oh like jason bought a place so this is my update to tell everyone listening that i very much did not buy a place yeah i mean like last episode you were talking about you put in an offer i basically assumed you were in you were a homeowner by then a lot of people yeah i think that's what it sounds like that's usually how it works like you put in an offer you don't usually yeah you usually come out with either someone else offering something better or a house most of the time yeah yeah Okay, so that's not how it turned out. Well, thanks for the update. Cool, cool, cool. Now back to your regular scheduled programming. Dun, 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 dun. Let me get into this. So okay. this this story is now two weeks old because <laughs> okay. it got skipped because of someone else's life decisions and and ponderings. So crap i'm trying to think i'm trying to like bring myself back to that moment so i was just having a uh one-on-one with a more with a pretty senior engineer on my team and then um yeah we were talking and then and then i i think he he kind of just voiced out that he was like very impressed by the 
not just the worth the work ethic of the team but also like overall abilities and like really the motivation that each of our team members has especially me and especially me especially me and it hit me right in the feels right in the pants Uh, uh, okay jason (laughs) if that's how you feel when people (laughs) people (laughs) compliment you okay um yeah and it just got got me thinking that it's personally uh like appreciating someone like showing gratitude or like showing recognition to someone Mm. doesn't come very easily for me and uh I think maybe this comes with his seniority or something, but he felt mm. very comfortable doing so. And it was pretty good. I think like it probably made him feel better. It probably, it, it definitely made me feel, feel better. Mm. And it's something we should do more often. Mm. Yeah. So that's why you never say nice things to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, a, there's another reason for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. So what you wanted to say is that you just felt very appreciative about the f- feedback, whatever you want to call this. Yeah, like the the recognition. I think mm. I'm not I'm not sure like what word to use it really. Is it like their their, their appreciation, their gratitude, their recognition? But it's all kind of along the same vein, mm. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Why do you think you felt so strongly about? those person's words so i i i also think that like i don't know compliments from certain people about certain things doesn't doesn't really matter like if a toddler tells you oh you're so good at math it's like sure kid thanks but (laughs) okay right whereas if it's if it's someone that you do respect and Mm. you know has a lot of impact and has a lot of your respect it Mm. it really changes things yeah I could see that. Yeah, there, there's a senior engineer on our team, too. And whenever she says nice words, I get little butterflies. Is it because you don't hear them often? In enough? my stomach. Huh? Oh, uh-huh. my God. OK, <laughs> okay. I was, I was going to say, is it because you don't hear it enough? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And I, I, I just think it's it's legitimately hard to find the right opportunities right like how Mm. often do you voice out your appreciation of someone else whether it be work or like personal life maybe like once a year yeah yeah Yeah. i i call those performance evaluations (laughs) or peer reviews (laughs) i i i also think it's like once a year is pretty sarcastic but yeah i i think like formally putting it into writing obviously that that infrequently yeah um but yeah, I, I, I think another challenge is that sometimes you see someone do like good work or like they had a quick turnaround yeah. and delivered something pretty solid. But and you think to yourself like, oh, like they did a good job, but you don't actually articulate it. And mm. it's it's pretty much as if you never thought it to them because mm. they, they don't know. They can't read your brain. And yeah. I have it written here, apparently, from two weeks ago that I wanted to make <laughs> a more conscious effort. Yeah, when we were brainstorming this this topic two I weeks did ago. Mention, I did mention that I feel like, like you said, giving words of appreciation does not come naturally. Hence, 
I wanted to put a more conscious effort into getting better at it this year. How's that turned out? So, so, <laughs> so not actually, at all. I, I, I actually think, I know I actually, actually in all seriousness think I have been like doing, doing a bit better of a job, but I, like you just have, don't you have calls with some people and they're just, it's just like a, I don't, maybe it's almost like positivity harassment, but yeah, they're just like, Oh, you're so awesome. Everything you do is so great. Keep it up. I don't know. I, I can't be like that though. Like that's just not oh, okay, yeah. who I am. I, some people are like that when you call them. Yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of those people around me. I'll just say <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's why it like matters who says it as well. Right. Like the standoffish guy that never really talks to anyone, like suddenly comes up mm. to you and is well respected and is like, I appreciate the things you do. I think you did a really good job in that. And you're like, damn, that guy took time out of his day to, to say so. That must mean mm. something. Right. Mm. Has it ever happened to you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I mean, I I think along the same lines of your like harass positive harassment thing, it's mm. easy to reciprocate, but it's hard to start. Oh, that's that's a good point too, actually. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So with some people, like they always say, like, yo, you're so awesome. And I'm like, <laughs> You're so awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just as an empty compliment. <laughs> no, you. No, like I do think they're awesome, but it just yeah. doesn't come naturally me, for me to initiate it, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, well, here we are in our unappreciative yeah. lives. What do you appreciate about me? <laughs> Jeez. Tell me, Jason. Tell me Jeez. now. Jeez. It's getting deep. I didn't answer now. Oh my god. Uh I I have I have one I could say one thing. Only one? Kidding. Yeah, just one. Just one. Barely one. <laughs> Wait, I'm scraping. I gotta scrape a bit more in my head. Yeah. How do I make this sound a little bit more positive <laughs> rather than neutral? Um I think there's two parts to it. One one would be, I do think that you are genuinely concerned and do want the best for your friends, including Aww. myself. I do sense a general, a genuine sense of concern when you bring, raise up concerns. And the other thing I appreciate is oh, two things. They're yes. sort of related. Oh. In that concern, I think that you are very comfortable with starting a, I don't know how to say this. Oh no, <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> what are you going to say? Well, it, it, the, the informal way to say it is calling people out on their shit. Oh. The better way to say it is starting a little confrontation about something. Oh, I I'm a shit disturber. Uh, you're a shit disturber. That's a Canadian term, by the way. Apparently, That's a Canadian term. Yeah, non-Canadians do not know what a shit disturber is. Really, yeah. I'm baffled. It is. So, a shit disturber is someone who stirs the pot. Someone yeah. who calls people out. Yeah, ruffles the um, feathers. Yeah, and it's not not that I always agree, or like not that I need to agree or anything, but. <laughs> But like I, I do sense a genuine desire for the well-being of 
myself and other people. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's nice. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Do you want it? Do you want an example? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I was, I wasn't expecting this. Sure. I, I, I'd love an example. Okay. Two even. Oh, <laughs> you got any more compliments? <laughs> Shut the. Um, I guess I, I, I feel like I, I, I get a lot of, not a lot, but sometimes I get I get uh, these signals from you that you're like concerned I'm going to die alone. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like you got you got to step it up. You got to like aren't you worried about finding someone? Aren't you like unhappy? You keep talking uh, about death, but you're always alone. <laughs> So this is my this is what my incessant uh, pestering kind of uh, uh, equals to you in your head. Whoa, whoa! This is just one of one of the things. Oh, one, one, one of the things. things. Just one thing. Okay. Um, and like obviously, I I sense a sense of concern around it from you. Yeah. Um, at at the same time, sometimes I feel like like you almost like assume that. If you're single, you're unhappy and it's like it's like my main mission in life to find a partner. And that's like all I do all day is think about that, which is not true at all. I don't think it's true, but okay, let's 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 side topic into this into this. I think I think having a partner is pretty important. I I think it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely like high on the desire list but yeah but it doesn't necessarily mean that i'm necessarily like unhappy with life in any way no it's true it's true i think something that i've noticed um getting into this getting into like mid-20s late 20s whatever you want to call it um is that i in terms of like relationship stuff i i feel like i fomo pretty hard what does that mean like uh so fomo is f-o-m-o fear of I, missing I know. out yeah i'm just saying it for my for the audience you know okay okay I, i'm like what, what does that actually mean <laughs> no, 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 no. what does yeah, the yeah. word mean like um I, i've noticed that you know like a surprising ratio of women that i come across and guys in general are are just in relationships the older i get right mm. like like being single is the I was gonna say abnormal, but that's not the right word. It's like it's <laughs> it's not the norm. I feel yeah. really, yeah. Especially anyone above mid twenties, and I I just feel like it just gets harder and harder as 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 things progress. And especially being away from my girlfriend, okay, fiance now, um, <gasps> for for so long, I I feel like the way couples interact i always felt a little jealous i mean not because uh i don't have a significant other but because Mm. i don't get those types of interactions as often as i'd like to it's only like Mm. once or twice a year that i actually see my fiance so Mm. i don't know yeah like maybe it's me being a bit of a hopeless romantic but i i fomo on love a lot that's that's interesting. Despite having a fiance, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be fumbling on love, yeah, 
I think it'll change once she moves to Singapore, but mm. because yeah, and and I only want you to have the best. And I feel like oh. a lot of my enjoyment in life comes from providing and 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 enjoyment with others. And I'd say like the majority of that comes from a significant other rather than just close friends. I I would say that most most people I meet are probably single. <laughs> really? Oh man, yeah. Japan is Japan For is sure. weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a country where people never marry. Yeah. Well, well, may, maybe it's also just because single people tend to be in scenarios where they meet other single people, and people in relationships tend to congregate to where couples and other people mm. in relationships meet. Perhaps could be the reason. Um, and I don't know. I at this point in my life, it's just like I get tons of enjoyment and fun out of hanging out with my friends. And would would an SO be like a plus one to that? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. But but to say that it's like a requirement, I don't think is true. At least. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it, I think of it more like sure you can be like a eight out of ten without an SO and it's not like not having an SO is minus whatever but having an SO is like a multiplier of sorts Ooh, it's like a stat boost yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> AOE damage you know <laughs> I have no idea what it's so lame <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah and I just you know I wish the best for you as a friend as a close friend Thank you. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Keep keep yeah. me updated. Keep keep us updated. Keep the audience up to date. Up, <laughs> keep up to the, date. Audience the the guy in Poland wants to know if you're <laughs> okay. in a relationship or not. He's he's committed to this. Exactly. And when we find another listener from a more obscure country, <laughs> I'll remember to include them instead. Just wait for the Lithuanian to come oh along. They they will be glued to this. <laughs> What's funny is like when we look at the regional metrics, you can actually zoom, not zoom in, but like click into the country itself and say, like yeah, yeah, yeah. see the state or even like the yeah. area of the city that they yeah. that they live in. Yeah, we're gonna call Warsaw. We gotta call out places with like one listener <laughs> and just single them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We appreciate you. Going back to the topic of appreciation. Yes, I don't know where, we where appreciate we you. <laughs> we appreciate you listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, do you think you're gonna like give out recognition more often now? You know, you have all this knowledge that I've imparted with you. What knowledge? Your, I mean, and. <laughs> fine just my thoughts but but like you I mean, also said that you're yeah. gonna try harder this year on yeah and like i I do think i do actually think i've been like oh you did yeah doing doing a a better job just letting people know when they they did a good job um or just yeah doing doing it occasionally is better than never so i would say that i'm improving in that aspect more than once a year yes oh okay that's not bad yes yeah, yeah. One one actually really awkward thing is um, performance reviews at work. I don't know how much you want to get into this. Oh, let's get into this. But <laughs> so actually by some weird miracle in my life, even actually until this year, 
in my like three years of working, I've only gone through one performance cycle, if you can believe that or not. Wow, this guy's a serial job hopper, obviously. <laughs> no, no, no. So so here, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Okay. So my first job out of school was just like a contract job. They didn't do performance reviews for contractors. It was a contract job? Yeah, it was on a contract. Oh. Like an indefinite contract, which I think the government made illegal at this point. But Because it was for that old person company. I yeah, that it, old person company. Yeah, I thought it'd be one of those companies that's like, oh, we're gonna give you a pension in thirty years, and then you're not. No, you're no, not no. Those, those are long, those are long gone. My future pensions. <laughs> so no, there's no no performance reviews. Okay. My second company, I joined in like mid April, and mm-hmm. they said that in in order to be included in like the first performance review, like end of the year, you had to have joined. I forget when it was, maybe like summer, actually. Mm-hmm. You had to have joined before April. So I got, I missed it by two weeks. Okay. Then I did the end of year one. So that was my actual first ever real performance review. Mm-hmm. Then the next one, <laughs> this thing called COVID started. Mm. If you've ever heard of that. And the company canceled performance reviews because of yes. COVID. Yes. And then at the next round, just as it was sort of getting started, I left. (laughs) I only did one. Performance review? Oh, I'm leaving. I'm out. Get me out of here. But but the weird thing is, is that in in that performance review, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know because I've only done it once. Like, what's the norm and standard for what you're supposed to write on them for like peer reviews? Oh, okay. Because like the feedback, quote unquote, feedback I got, and I feel like when you hear the word feedback, it automatically sort of implies like, I don't know, like things to improve on, right? Yep. Yep. Um, the feedback I got at that first company was literally like just 100% positive. Nothing, nothing to highlight, like nothing to improve on? I, I maybe like a small thing if, if anything came to mind, but it was like 99% positive, almost to the point where I was like, this isn't even really too useful. <laughs> it's not. Really. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and so like that sort of just became like my norm for performance reviews. Mm-hmm. But when someone at my current company asked me for a performance review once, um, they were like, just like genuinely let me know like what I could, what I've done well, what I could be doing better. And I genuinely let them know. Uh-huh. Okay. And they got fired? Kidding. Yeah. Oh wait. What? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> hey guys, Jason said this guy sucked. Ugh, <laughs> cut him off. But like, I I genuinely let them know that like, yeah, I think these things are great. I think these things could be better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. This could be all made up in my head, but I feel like it sort of changed our relationship. <laughs> in in what way? <laughs> In almost like maybe like they're more cautious around me or like they Ooh. are like it's like they're clearly trying to deliver on what I said could be done better. Yeah. In a sense. Um, they're like a very high performer and everything. So, yeah, it was like a very nitpicky thing. But I just feel like it sort of changed our dynamic after mm. I wrote that. And I've been thinking to myself ever since, like our performance reviews just meant to say only positive things. Oh I, my screw- God. I screwed it up. Did I break the rules here? It's <laughs> like. He, looks at, he stares at you longer when he walks down the hallway. <laughs> you. You. <laughs> of course not. I don't I don't think so. I think 
It's okay. What's what's it been like for you? So the feedback, the feedback on the feedback that I've given is very confusing. (laughs) Basically, I've I've received compliments that I give very good feedback. Ooh, and part of it is because I'm not that I'm bad at writing feedback, but it takes me so long because I think about it for so long. Because like formulating an idea or a thought into words that can be perceived in a in a easy manner is not easy i think people that are really good at writing man it's like they have some kind of superpower because it's a skill it's a huge skill it takes me so long and then inevitably the the performance evaluation is like oh peer reviews uh try to spend yeah. less than 20 minutes on each person and i'm like yeah 20 minutes i've barely written a sentence <laughs> <laughs> but um sorry back onto topic um i think it's it's best to call out good things and then highlight things that they can improve on as well like somewhat in the same sentence such that you know it's kind of like a good cop, bad cop feel. Okay. Or do you, do you do it like the shit sandwich? That American method? Sandwich. Yeah. Oh, it's like, like okay. you got, you got the, you got the nice stuff at the top. Yeah. And you like insert the shit in the middle. Yeah. And then you, le- you ended off with some nice stuff. Did you, did you give them an inverted shit sandwich? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that why you're no, so no, mad I, at you? I, did, I actually did it the way like you described, like one sentence oh, okay. to highlight something really good and a little yeah. improvement yeah because i think like a lot of a lot of performance evaluations try to like it's like oh give an example of how this could this person yeah, could do something ask better. For examples exactly yeah. and it's it, it kind of makes sense because if you don't have examples it's really hard to yeah. like understand the core thought that you're trying to like uh yeah pass pass yeah. through and so obviously it like de anonymous it makes you not anonymous anymore, right? But <laughs> yeah, right. But at the same time, I think it's good to know that as well. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like I give good actionable feedback. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, remember that one time mm-hmm. when you told me I'm gonna die alone and sad if I don't find a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And then when you get when you have a girlfriend, I'll be like, see. L- remember what i said exactly You're <laughs> so i was trying to give i was trying to give feedback here <laughs> oh shit oh sorry sorry no, so anyway screw that screw okay that. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so what what's some of the feedback that you've gotten in a- mm, i think that one feedback i gave to one colleague was that um they were a bit more junior when they joined i guess they were junior because they just graduated but i was trying to say that um they if, if, if they were the ones willing to lead the meetings with mm. the overall stakeholders and working group, it would instill a lot more confidence in everyone else and also like really cement them as someone that was taking charge and had things under control. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How about something that you've gotten? Uh, something that I've gotten. Um, they, they said that... I have a lot of good ideas sometimes on how to improve different processes, but I don't really like, I kind of say it as an offhand remark and none of it really comes to fruition because of that. Whereas the, the teammate that said this is really good at like, 
oh, I have a great idea. I'm going to spend 30 minutes to an hour just running out a doc on how best to tackle this and implement it. Okay. He's also a really good writer and he like, okay. he like has this idea and he just like regurgitates it into words. Turns out docs. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, like, I suck at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. What's, what's some feedback you've gotten? And, and okay, wait, and to quickly wrap up, I don't think, yeah, like performance evaluations are not there just to say good things. I feel okay That's, good because i obviously I, I would have thought that yeah yeah i think you're just unlucky person to receive your your feedback Maybe. well i mean well like like i said that that one round it was just like nice platitudes like oh you're so great everything you do is great great That's <laughs> keep it. it up yeah uh more, more recently i at this current company it's it's pretty accurate i would say just like doing a great job keep it up like opportunities for improvement. I don't know. Just like more. <laughs> stop breaking things. <laughs> oh, <wait>, really? <laughs> more, more in depth testing before deploying to prod. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the best kind of feedback. Did you test it, Jason? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. You see the success. <laughs> you see, it you deployed see. and then it broke. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah i mean like it's everything i would agree with like yeah so we've we've talked a lot about like giving out recognition do you okay would you classify this as something that's altruistic or selfish because i oh because so oh. so altruistic means like it's for it's it's purely a selfless yes action. out of the goodness of your heart yes um but I personally feel that altru like true altruism isn't real. <gasps> Maybe that's the cynic inside of me, right? That like, oh, everyone is self-motivated in in a way. Mm. Uh, because mm. I often feel a little bit better when I give out compliments. Mm. Yeah. So you're doing it for yourself, is what you're saying. I would. I, I I just know that it's not purely selfless when I when I give out recognition. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I don't think I don't think any. It's not natural to be selfless in this world because everyone needs to build relationships and survive, right? Like, why am I doing this podcast right now? To suffer. <laughs> <laughs> to pay back the karma. It's not altruism. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. But that. But that. That. That is interesting. I think. I think that just. In a sense, it sort of reflects the way that you see the world, right? Do you see the world as a place where people only say nice things to boost their social standing and get ahead, or do they do those compliments genuinely come to their heads and it just comes out of their mouths naturally without those thoughts? And I think your thought on which of the which of the two it is sort of reflects the way that you see the world and i think i'm similar like yeah yeah i'm not gonna call myself an altruist here yeah i yeah i agree it's 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 definitely mixed and i think that oh man this is this is where i get flamed right it's like uh oh i think that being friends with colleagues is uh -oh. really useful like uh oh <laughs> like whether or not you really like them or like 
Enjoy the culture. Alex, what are all these gifts for? You keep <laughs> giving me gifts. Yeah, you're my friend. I have enough Amazon gift cards. Why, why another one today? <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know. Like this is why I get flamed hard. Like it's it's easier to get other people to do things when you two have a good relationship. Simple as that, right? Like yeah. That's how a lot of business relationships work, right? What, how, how's it different between you and coworkers? So, yeah, even when it comes to like non-work things, personal things, it 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 definitely helps being someone that like listens and also I don't know seems interested in them. <laughs> Tell me about your weekend. Just, just dying to hear that. That is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> As because especially because I I go to office really often now. Oh, true. Yeah, like I don't know. There are some people in the office that are genuinely interesting, and some people are genuinely not. It's just <laughs> oh. it's just Ooh, the way the world. Make, you know, let's not make that on the pod. Yeah, but well, I, th- I think I think what it all boils down to, right, is just this. It's just like in the essence of human interpersonal relationships that like being likable is helpful. Ultimately. Oh yeah. Right. Like oh, the best thing you could be, the best thing you could be at work is likable and competent. The combination of the two. You forgot right? the third to get the, 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 the triforce of, of things. What? Good looking. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, it's frick. It's, I, I'd say it's definitely true. Okay. It's, yeah. It's definitely a, like a people part who of- have better appearance often have an easier time whether it be asking for something, getting help, or or any combination of that. It's another sad truth yeah. in this world. Yeah. Wish I was better looking. I think you're beautiful. Well, thanks. Are you just <laughs> saying that to get ahead in your social standings? Or do you actually mean it? Plus one, plus one. <laughs> Amazon gift card. <laughs> yeah. 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 How? Like, uh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I was going to say, like, how far do you teeter on the altruism versus uh, selfish of of gratitude of recognition? Um, I I would say that, like, my approach to these to these things and like the way that I sort of behave or conduct myself on like a day to day basis is that like in my in my like individual interactions, I almost never actually actively think about like, oh, like, you know say a compliment to make them like me like i, I will never uh, think that you don't have a quest log no Daily i quest. don't i don't have like a i don't have like a to-do list for the one-on-one and the first is like compliment them or anything hmm. but it's just like you know it's just like over the long term it's just like i want to build skills and good relationships with my coworkers, mm-hmm. and like you know you just sort of gauge how you're doing on those levers as time goes on it's like, oh, like I don't I don't feel like I'm really connecting or I'm as close with ex colleague as as I thought I would be by this time. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's time to like invest a one on one into just catching up on personal stuff. Mm. But it never comes off as or like I never really think of it in, in a very like calculative way. I it's see. just sort of in this grand scheme of things like, oh, could be doing better with this person right now why not okay yeah work on that 
so it's not like Stardew Valley where you go around the town and you <laughs> give everyone gifts to to raise to boost your friendship stat. <laughs> I, I guess not. I've never played that game, but yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just 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 be cool, bro. Let's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, just be likable. Play cool. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Easy. And don't be ugly, like you said. Oh my god. <laughs> flame him, Polish guy. Flame him. <laughs> yeah yeah okay so that was random yeah this this last uh uh this last note that i wrote on our on our list of topics is studies because oh i drew inspiration from this other podcast called stuff you should know and they often reference hmm? plagiarism oh plagiarism yes they often um do a lot of uh, pre-reading before their episode and they actually talk about okay. different studies that they encounter. So this is just my crude ploy of, oh yeah, here's a study that kind of, I don't know, invokes thought. So, okay. Yeah. So here it goes. In one study, they asked all participants to write a few sentences each week focusing on particular topics. Mm. One group wrote about things they were grateful for that had happened uh, during the week, a second group wrote about daily irritations or things that displeased them. And the third wrote about events that affected them with no em- emphasis on positive or negative. Hmm. After 10 weeks, those who wrote more gratitude were more optimistic and felt better about their lives. Surprisingly, they also exercised more and had fewer visits to, physici- to physicians than those who focused on sources of aggravation. Hmm. That's why I never go to the doctor. <laughs> I just write good things about <laughs> things. I feel sick. Feel better. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Wow, that's the strongest placebo effect I've ever seen. <laughs> I got through COVID. Oh my! Exactly. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think what surprised me about this study was it didn't talk about. Um, so it wasn't directly about recognition. But uh, mm. there was another similar study that I kind of lost the URL to. But it was okay. along the same lines. But it was like writing letters to people about things they appreciated them about. And what was really interesting was that in that study, whether or not they sent that letter to that other person, mm. it was still it still had a positive effect on them, both emotionally and physically. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a really surprising thing. So even if you don't, if even if you can't say it to the person, mm. just uh, just think it, and they'll read your, read your mind. Obviously. <laughs> so you're gonna write me some letters? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have this <laughs> imaginary box of letters that I wrote to you. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why I talked about this study, but I, it, just, it was just kind of interesting. No, I, I can I can sort of uh, relate to it, like in my journal that I was writing, oh. writing on the pages. Um, sometimes, like, I just don't have anything to write about. So mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, let's just write an appreciative post. Really? Yeah, some of them are just like 100% meaningless, just like appreciation. Just gibberish. Yeah, or just like, I'm really appreciative about living here, having this job opportunity, my friends, the shoebox, my shoebox, 
the air. Not not having a mortgage. <laughs> the bed and, under you. <laughs> and I don't know, like obviously there's no quantifiable way to measure happiness, but yeah, maybe it helped a bit. Maybe that's why I'm so down and I don't write anymore. I don't know. I'm kidding. Yeah. You stopped writing just because your your notebook is full. Yeah, I should just buy another notebook, right? What a what a euphemism for life, you know. <laughs> Being happy is a constant effort. That's true. And if you stop, I was gonna say you're gonna die, but that's really morbid. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, that's that's along the lines of what you think. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. That's kind of yeah. it. Do you have any other thoughts you want to say? No, just like my book, we've reached the end. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I guess I guess just think about <laughs> happy things. <laughs> Wait, no. Think about think about recognition and uh, yeah. try to voice it out. Write some letters in your head? Yes, yes. Send them telepathically and you'll feel better about yourself. Hmm. And yeah, yeah. Well, you can find us on all the streaming platforms, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and oh, on Spotify, you can rate us now. So yes. rate us a five. Yes. Yes. We didn't tell you to do that, but totally didn't. And yeah, we'll catch you next time. See you. Bye. Bye.